want you to share a few words with you before we, we pray for healing. Some of you know my background. I was a Pentecostal Bible teacher for 30 years. And coming back to the Catholic Church and seeing how much we need revival, how much we need faith like never before for salvation, for healing, to see the gospel be spread in this land again is a desire of my heart. And my last prayer when I left the Catholic Church was bring me back, Lord. Bring me back. To be able to bring the gospel, the power of the gospel can set us free and heal us. And there's people in here today who have come here for healing. And we've been speaking into this the last few months at our healing services. Things that block our healing. Faithlessness will block your healing. Stubbornness. Unforgiveness will block your healing. But one thing I love about our church is the focus on the cross. Amen. The fathers tell us this. That the Eucharist in Calvary is the source and summit of our faith. The cross. But we don't seem to associate the cross with healing. We just associate it with salvation. For us men, for salvation, he can down from heaven. We think it only but salvation. And many people here today are wondering, does God want to heal me? Is it his will to heal me? The Bible's clear that it's God's will that you be healed. God never gave you that sickness. God doesn't have sickness to give it to you. God's a healer. And you won't find a scripture anywhere in the gospel where Jesus says, oh, that's my Father's will. But you suffer. And there's many people here need miracles. I want to show you, can just take a, you, you guys can sit, sit, take a seat now, musicians. Thank God for our praise band. Thank you for the whole family. I want to share a scripture before I share this video, because this video is very, very powerful. Isaiah 53. The prophet Isaiah lived 700 years before Jesus was born. Prophet Isaiah. There's 12 verses in Isaiah 53. I've just picked one verse. If you get a chance, go home tonight and read the whole of Isaiah 53. It's entitled The Suffering Servant. It's a prophetic message about the Jesus, the Messiah, and when he comes. And this verse says here, he was wounded <laughs> for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. That's the cross. He's talking about the cross. But there's something in our Catholic faith as we just receive the salvation without the healing. The Greek word for salvation is sozo. And sozo means to make whole. Salvation was to make us whole. Not just to save us from our sins, but to heal us of all diseases. He was wounded for our transgressions. Transgression means to break the law, to violate trust. If you're a transgressor, you break the law. He was pierced, the real version should be, he was pierced for our sins. He was bruised, that's talking about an inner, inside, that fears or anxiety. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. But let me say this to you. There's a condition for salvation. You just don't get saved. Jesus saved the world 2,000 years ago on the cross. The whole world was saved. It's done. The blood was shed. But you and I have to come to that place where we say yes and accept Jesus, surrender our life to Christ and become a disciple of Christ. That's the condition. We also have a condition that comes to healing. If there's a condition for salvation, there must be a condition for healing. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. There's your salvation. Lots of people outside this room are not saved. Jesus paid the price, but they've never applied the condition, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. And only then. So when it comes to sickness, what do we have to do? We have to believe that Jesus can and will heal you. Amen. Because the blood was shed to save us from our sins and heal all our sicknesses and diseases. Matthew chapter 8, 14, 14 to 17. Have you got that scripture? Now when Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left. And she arose and served them. Wouldn't that be great, guys? For your mother-in-law, go and visit your mother-in-law. Just heal her and then get the spuds on. She arose and she served them. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And Father Jesus is going to pray for deliverance shortly. Many people in here today are afflicted by spirits. Oh, that's old-fashioned. Just have a look outside this room. So many people in addiction are afflicted by spirits. Demonic spirits. Demons are real. 
Now it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what the Father says, doesn't it? Deliver us from. Many demon possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Here we go. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. There it is there. Apostle Peter was quoting that very scripture in Isaiah 53. Wounded. You're healed by the blood of Jesus. The Bible calls it the precious blood of Jesus. I'm going to show you a short video of the Passion of the Christ. And Mel Gibson powerfully brings the Blessed Mother into this. It's powerful how Mary representing us. She is the model disciple. She's the first disciple, the first person to say, yes, be it done unto me according to your word. And she conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you look at that video, watch Mary, Jesus, this relationship. And Mary represents total and absolute trust in God. Total purity of heart. Even when she didn't understand things, she pondered them in her heart. And she knew the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Watch this video. You get my heart and Lord, I know you know 
No fronting or the lover of my soul And I don't even care what anyone would say My life is yours, it's no longer my own No greater love than this. If you've ever got any doubt about God's love, just look to the cross. How much he suffered and died. And you may be doubting, does he want to heal me? Mary believed, even when she didn't understand. Mary obeyed even when she didn't understand. And she acted on God's word. And I'm going to ask you today to, be, to do the same, to believe and to act in God's word and believe that God's going to heal you. Because God is here. And he shed his blood, not just for your sins, but for your sickness. By his stripes, we are healed. And we as a people, we love the Blessed Mother, but we miss so much of her desire to show us a side of Jesus that maybe you've missed. That maybe all of us miss. He shed his blood for our sins. Yeah, he did. And for your sickness, and your disease, and your fear. We had a powerful teaching last week from Helen on fear. So many people are full of fear and anxiety and stress and depression and addiction and alcohol and all this stuff. Jesus shed his blood to heal you. By his stripes, 
you are healed. Mary was not only believed and acted and obeyed, she was a woman of the word. She believed God's word and stood in that. Oh, I don't know about this healing. Well, Mary knew. And she obeyed all the way to the cross. She knew. And she knew that he would rise again. That's why the Bible tells us the women came on Easter Sunday morning to the tomb. Doesn't mention Mary. She wasn't there. She was at the cross, the Bible tells us in John. She was at the cross with the other women. But when it came to go and find his body, it was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and John. Mary's not mentioned. Because she knew. He was risen. She knew the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. And the word became flesh. And most scholars believe it was the Blessed Mother that told John those words. John's gospel starts in heaven. Matthew, Mark, Luke starts on earth. In the beginning was the word, the word was God. And God is here. His presence is here. Amen. To heal you. Don't doubt. Doubt and do without. Believe it and you'll receive it. You're healed by the precious blood of the Lamb. Amen. Father Jesus, going to come and pray. I'm going to pray a prayer of deliverance for all of us because we need deliverance. We're fighting battle against demons and powers and principalities. The Bible tells us that. We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with power and principalities. And Father Jesus is going to lead us in deliverance just to come against the powers of the enemy.